Welcome to Ashlyn's Apron Podcast, a holistic journey to healthier living. I'm Ashlyn, and I'm ready to guide you on the path to living your best life. As a registered dietitian, I absolutely love anything food, science, everyday living, and of course, finding joy in it all. I'm here to give you nutrition advice while also providing tips for your daily life. Join me as I help you become the healthiest version of yourself. Welcome back. I'm so glad you're here today. The title of this podcast might have been what brought you here to listen because, yes, you saw it right. Your friendly neighborhood dietitian is going to be talking about cake in this episode. I'm ready to get started. So the reason I decided to share an episode about cake is that it's my birthday later this month, and cake is a great celebration food. When preventing prediabetes or reaching your overall health goals, many people think that sweets and treats cannot ever be enjoyed. And I'm here to debunk that. And here's why. I'll do this by sharing a brief little story. In a class I help teach in the clinic, one of the first PowerPoint slides we show is one that has nothing on it except a picture of a shiny red apple and a slice of layered double chocolate cake. I ask which one of these, the cake or the apple, is more nutrient dense? Which one would you say? Often I get lots of laughs from the class and then the sad comment of the apple. They say it shamefully, like they're a little child who just got caught. I quickly tell them that we are about to become good friends, even though we've just met. Yes, the apple is more nutrient-dense than the slice of cake. I confirm that. But what does nutrient-dense mean? Nutrient-dense refers to the amount of nutrients and almost like, quote-unquote, getting more bang for your buck when it comes to the nutrients we get from our food. We even talked in our last episode about apples, so we know that they have great amounts of vitamin C and fiber especially. The cake does not have many nutrients. It's just more made of refined sugars. I've mentioned before that our bodies need micronutrients for different bodily functions. Vitamin C helps with immunity and fiber helps our digestion. Other vitamins and minerals do other things for our bodies, including benefiting our heart health, helping our brain function, 
And that's just to name a couple. But then comes my favorite part. Everyone in the class is thinking because I'm explaining our body gets more benefits from the nutrients in the apple rather than a slice of chocolate cake that I'm going to tell them, you know, this is what you can and cannot eat. I then explain that I'm not putting these on a scale of good versus bad. I start to see hope, but a little bit of confusion in their eyes. I believe that all foods fit. You know this if you've listened around for a little while on my podcast. I believe that everything has a place to be enjoyed. You will rarely hear the words good or bad describe food. I will rarely say that. Like I just mentioned, I focus more on the nutrient content of the foods and how our bodies can benefit from those foods. The only time I may call a food good versus bad is about the taste or if a food is expired. Yes, we do get more nutrients and our bodies get more benefits from certain foods. But that doesn't mean there are other foods we can't ever have. We can enjoy all foods. I then tell them, especially since my birthday is coming up, that if they came up to me on my birthday with an apple and a candle in the middle, I would look at them funny. I want chocolate cake. But bringing this full circle, I may not have chocolate cake every day. And I also may not have the whole cake for my birthday. I may have a slice. I'll choose foods with more nutrients and proper portion sizes in my day-to-day decisions. If I have cake every day, that may impact my blood sugar levels and increase my blood sugar. And it will also not give my body everything it needs to function with those micronutrients we've discussed. Whereas, if I choose something, and in this example, like an apple, instead, on a regular basis, then my body will benefit more. But what's similar between the two? What's similar between the apple versus the chocolate cake? They both have sugar, and both will increase blood sugar which especially affects individuals with diabetes and prediabetes. As a dietitian, I recommend focusing on the different nutrients you gain from foods you're choosing between. Yes, both of those will increase blood sugar, but you have the choice to say, okay, both of these are going to affect my blood sugar. What am I going to choose today? So let me say it again. Cake is great. You can enjoy pecan or pumpkin or cherry or apple pie. I haven't had a banana split in a minute, 
but banana pudding is a favorite, especially in Memphis. You can enjoy brownies. You can choose cookies. Tiramisu is one of my favorites. And ice cream is really my very favorite. You can have any of these. I have many people come up to me and ask what foods are good or bad. I'm always hesitant to answer because there's so much to that answer that's not just black and white, good or bad. Like I said, I believe all foods fit. And I live that out too as a dietitian. You bet your bottom dollar that I'm going to enjoy probably some ice cream on my birthday and I won't think a second thought about it. I'll also have other foods throughout the day to give my body the nutrients it needs. But don't even get me started on all the times people have looked down their noses at my dietitian plate and made judgmental comments. They may not have meant any harm, but I believe their comments may be stemming from a lack of knowledge and maybe just genuine confusion on what we can eat. As your dietitian, I would be lacking if I told you to eat cake and eat ice cream and pie and all the things without saying, yes, our body gets more benefits from nutrient-dense foods like whole grains and fruits and vegetables and healthy oils like olive oil or fish. We need these more often, and really we need to incorporate a variety of these things daily. Variety is best, as variety gives our body all of those different nutrients we've already discussed. So, I want you to hear that yes, I'm recommending that you incorporate all of these things, but enjoying sweets is okay too. There's more benefit from eating foods without stress than to stress about eating the quote-unquote right and wrong foods. Studies have shown that when we enjoy foods, our body actually does absorb more nutrients than if we mentally are not enjoying the eating experience. There is such a strong mental connection to our gut and the rest of our body. Literally, our mind has such a connection to our bodies that our focus may need to be more on our minds for our health. Enjoying a slice of cake or another treat once in a while is not going to have a significant effect on our bodies. Enjoying nutrient-dense foods frequently will positively impact our bodies. And the opposite is true, too, for both of these. If your sweet treats are more frequent than your fruits and vegetables and whole grains, it will have a negative effect on your body. And here's a question that I want to challenge you with. Well, it's maybe two questions. 
When was the last time you tried a new sweet treat? When was the last time you tried a new vegetable? Just think about that for a second. I discussed something similar to this with a client last week. She was saying that she has found mental freedom from eating foods that are healthy for her body, but allowing herself to have a piece of pie at a restaurant with her friends. She gets it. There is so much value in mental freedom with food. Honestly, it puts less stress on our bodies if we just allow ourselves to enjoy treats every now and then. We can enjoy our life more. But you know me, I always want to give you very practical advice and next steps where I can. Now I'm going to recommend three simple things you can do to incorporate this healthy mindset around food. First, recognize where you restrict. Do you notice a restricting mindset around food? Do you ever have thoughts of, I can't eat that because it's past a certain time at night, or I don't deserve this treat because I didn't go to the gym? On a regular basis, maybe we don't need to do a ton of late night snacking because this often does just add empty calories. And yes, we should go to the gym regularly too. But enjoying a treat every now and then is okay. And even if you didn't go to the gym or if it's past a certain point in the night. For some people... This freedom is allowing yourself to have a dessert once a week. For others, it's listening to your body and maybe you end up eating a treat two or three times a week. Everyone's goals are different because everyone's lifestyle and eating patterns vary. I'd love to discuss your personal goals with you individually reach out to me through my website to set up a time where we can sit down together. Next, plan your treats. This is really only necessary if you have low self-control. I'm always going to lean more towards listening to your body because it will guide you into what you need. But I know that many of you do desire black and white, give me the rules type of plans. One way you can do this is to write it out on a calendar. You can even write it out on your very own Ashland's Apron meal planning calendar. You can grab one of these online to start your planning now. This link you can access through my website, but also in past show notes. Finally, live your life. This might sound silly, but seriously, listen to your body and enjoy the foods you eat. When it's your birthday, enjoy some cake. As we get closer to the holidays, you can enjoy pecan and pumpkin pie. 
Absolutely watch your portion sizes and continue to increase your variety of vegetables and whole grains. But live your life to the fullest and enjoy it. Now we'll transition into the local loves and favorite finds part of the episode. My local love this week is one that I went to a while back. Back when I was coming home from the beach this summer, we came home by way of New Orleans and we visited a Café du Monde. This is a famous local chain restaurant that sells coffee and beignets. Thinking about the beignets again has my mouth watering. It was in the middle of summer, and for some reason, when we went, I guess I panicked, and I ordered hot coffee instead of iced. It tasted great, don't get me wrong, but it was very hot and humid, and we were drinking it outside on a picnic bench. But now, as the weather's getting cooler in Memphis, I'm really wanting a cup of that hot coffee right now. And speaking of warm drinks, my favorite find is a recipe at Starbucks. A secret recipe, if you will. Y'all know I'm always going to opt for a local coffee shop. The flavors are just more strong And the stories behind the shops are more meaningful. But there is something that Starbucks is really good at. And I will be honest, I have yet to find anything that is quite as good as Starbucks does it. It's their chai tea latte. I truly have never had a better chai tea latte than Starbucks. And this time of year, as the weather is getting cooler, it's time for all the fun warm drinks. I especially love it with their pumpkin sauce added in. I will say, if you just tell them to add pumpkin to it, it will be very pumpkin-y. I tell them to just do one pump of the pumpkin flavoring if I get a tall size or two pumps of the pumpkin if I get a grande. I normally don't get the venti size, so you'll have to let me know the perfect amount of pumpkin for a venti chai tea latte if you get one. I encourage you to try it, especially while it's in season. And that about wraps it up. Thank you for joining me this week on my episode about cake and other sweet treats. I bet you didn't expect that one coming from your dietitian. I hope this episode inspired you to have more freedom around food. As always, please rate, review, and share my podcast on any platform you're listening to. I appreciate all of your support and being so diligent to listen to what I have to share. I'm looking forward to talking to you again next week. Bye.